This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 72 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Back on Track, with the generous support of Equestrian Collections and Kentucky Performance Products. the Dressage Radio Show on day three of coverage here in the Kentucky Horse Park at the Old Tech FEI World Equestrian Games, where we finished up today with the uh, Grand Prix Special, where medals were awarded. And I'm joined by my guest co-host uh, this <laughs> this show, Patrick Kittle, a Swedish rider. Patrick, great to have you back on the show. Thank you. It feels like it's almost like a standard thing now. It's really great to be back. Well, great to have you back. I know you've been watching the riders today. You've actually finished your responsibilities on the team and able to enjoy the rest of the competition. And you watched all of those go today. It was uh, quite a hot competition, both in the temperature and, and the performances improving from the Grand Prix. Absolutely. We started off this morning with a big jumper and we ended off in a single T-shirt. So uh, <laughs> as the day progressed, the rides also, of course, got better especially the last group was really interesting to see. I think a couple of mistakes here and there for some of the riders we would have uh, thought would come a little bit higher, but over general, very good rides. Well, let's uh, start at the beginning, uh, Patrick. We, it's been a, a competition that started uh, early this morning when it was a little bit cooler, but the crowds were bu building up there in the stadium. It really was um, a much bigger, obviously a very interested crowd. We've got the best horses in the, and riders in the world here, of course. Uh, tell us how the, how the day actually started. Well, the day started really early and surprisingly also with a very good ride from Peter Moser, an um, Austrian guy who got already as a first started 70 percentage and qualified for the freestyle did a very very good job i was very impressed with him um, then the team one after another ride and of course the german uh, girl annabelle barkenhall had a very early start number as she was very tense in the grand prix and just made it into the special and today she did a beautiful test and uh, finished up i think even uh, seventh or eighth today and uh, she's also on to the freestyle well, we should remind our listeners around the world, of course, the Grand Prix Special takes the top 30 from the Grand Prix, Patrick. So we're getting to the cream of the crop here. Absolutely. And uh, it was nice to see Annabelle. You know, she had a bit of a tough ride in the Grand Prix. And uh, now today she pulled everything together and the horse is lovely. And she made it to the freestyle on the first World Equestrian Games, which is really, really good. Well, we heard a lot of great response to her and her performance in, in the Grand Prix. And again today in the Grand Prix special, there's a lot of interest in this horse and the potential of this horse. It's an amazing horse. I think uh, give it one or two years, it will be a horse that will definitely be in the top to fight uh, for a medal. Well, let's uh, look at some of the others that went early on this morning, Patrick. Uh, as you said, you, Annabelle that was there. We had some of the uh, individuals, some of the which are not actually making it on the team here in the Grand Prix. There were some individual rides. And we also had the Brits, of course. The Brits went so well winning the silver medal yesterday. Um, and, you know, these horses and riders are really promising great things for the future. Let's talk about uh, Maria Alberg, of course, whose father, Ferdi Alberg, is a long-time international rider himself. 
Yeah, Maria today did a couple of mistakes. Two socks, who's actually really well known in the game. He had a couple of mistakes, um, which of course took down the points. Uh, lovely PF Passage tour, but a uh, bit of mistakes here and there caused to just to drop down to a score of 68, I think, around. And that didn't quite make it to the final. Well, as uh, we should point out, Patrick, it's the top 15 that go through from the Grand Prix Special to the final of the Freestyle on Friday evening, which uh, no doubt will be a packed house. We'll talk about that in a, in a little while, because being based in Sweden, you watch these European riders all the time. You know where the talent is and what we can expect over these next, uh, uh, obviously this week and uh, uh, as we get towards the build-up of the Freestyle in a couple of days. Absolutely. And... Um to be in the freestyle, you had to ride just a score around 70%. The last one, in due to the rule that only three nations, as a three rider per nation, is allowed in, that means that Germany will have one who drops out. That will be Matthias Rath, who just had a little bit of problem today again on the center line, and he will not be able to ride a freestyle. And therefore, Fiona Bigwood from Great Britain will go in as uh, she was number 16, and she will now join the rest of them in the freestyle. Great. Well, that's so good for the, the British. And uh, Carl Hester, of course, who was on the show a couple of days ago for Great Britain with uh, Liebling II. Uh, did you watch him go today? I watched him go today. Carl wasn't so happy today. He made a couple of really unnecessary mistakes. He had a break in the, in the extended trot to canter. Uh, he made mistakes in the changes. Normally, Carl is a very, very secure test rider, lovely rider to watch. And um, I think he shook his head a little bit when he went out, so um, also he did not make the special, uh, the freestyle. But um, like I said, he had a couple of mistakes that would cost him a lot of points. Well, we know yesterday talking to you and having uh, your fiance, uh, Lindell Oakley, uh, you're about to get married, of course, and we had you on the show yesterday comparing notes about your performances. And she was very keen to watch her compatriot, uh, Rachel Sanna, with JB Alabaster. He went to the, this morning. What, what were your thoughts on uh, the strength? Because, you know, they're, they're not exactly favorites. They have all the disadvantages, not only with traveling across the world, but not being exposed to this le level of competition on a regular basis. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Rachel, lovely rider, she had sadly, the first thing she did was that the horse canted on after the halt, which um, led her to start on a percentage of 28, which is, of course, not the nicest thing to do. Uh, did really well then in the test, had a couple of mistakes here and there, but got a total score of around almost 68, which is very good for her. Also, what we'll probably talk about later, Brett Parbury, amazing rider, made it into the special. It was even number nine, which is a really good result. And uh, the Aussie team has overall this weekend done really well. All right, well, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, uh, my guest co-host here, Patrick Kittle, and I are going to discuss yet more of the rides that took place in the Grand Prix special here. Are you attending the World Equestrian Games right now? If so, stop by Back on Track's booth, number 418, to see why so many professional dressage riders, eventers, and show jumpers from around the world use Back on Track's therapeutic products for themselves and their horses. Top dressage rider Michelle Gibson says, Back on Track's new exercise boots are the best exercise boots ever. Back on Track is a therapeutic product line used on horses to help keep them sound. From blankets to knee boots to hock boots to leg wraps. Check out them at the World Equestrian Games booth number 418 or online at backontrackproducts.com. That's backontrackproducts.com.
Well, Patrick, uh, moving on a little bit, you know, we had the strong contenders from Canada. Uh, we talked about that a little bit yesterday. There's a terrific turnout with the Canadian squad, uh, coached by Robert Dover, of course. So let's talk about the, r the riders that went this morning. Well, Belinda Trussell, a lovely horse. I was, she was a little bit, looked a little bit tired today. It was a little bit like the, the gas was a little bit off. She rode a little bit too conservative, made a couple of mistakes that I haven't seen. It's a really nice combination, which I think in the future is a young horse. I think in the future it will be really interesting to see what they do. Um, went a little bit, bit under today due to a little bit of lack of impulsion in the front. I think Belinda was still very happy with uh, the way she's been riding this weekend. But um, in the overall score, you really had to ride on the gas pedal and really show some expression to get anywhere today. Well, you know, we should remind everybody then what an endurance competition it is. You've got to have a fit horse to get right through to the final and still be absolutely on, on song for the freestyle. So it's a lot of horse to ride and keep it going all week. Yeah, and the weather here in Kentucky is also changing. We arrived with 35 degrees Celsius and uh, first day of competition we had 10 degrees. I don't know, it's maybe like 90 degrees Fahrenheit and then it drops suddenly down to 60. Uh, and of course the horses feels this as well. So uh, it's very difficult to temperature your horse. How much do you warm up? How much can you pressure the horse? How much do you want to back off due to the heat, due to the rain or due to the coldness? How much would you typically ride the horse, Patrick, before you actually perform your test in any given day? I think most of the riders either ride them a little bit in the morning and then ride up a little bit shorter or warm up approximately like from one hour to 45 minutes, depending on what type of horse you have. If you have a really hot horse, you might take it out twice. If you have a one who needs just not to get too excited, you maybe just do a really short warm up. But every rider has, you know, Every rider here has a lot of experience, and I think through the years, they know how to temperature their horses. They know their routine, absolutely. And you kind of want to stick to your routine when you get to this level of competition. You're not going to be changing anything, are you? No, definitely not here. And it's like when you come to a show, um, you have to have done your homework. You have to be well prepared to do the test. And in the show, you just have to you know, enjoy the situation, even if it goes bad, then you have to go home and train. It's no point of trying to change anything on place. Absolutely. And that includes the tack, of course, or the saddle. You, I mean, there's a, there are riders that are superstitious, so you're not going to be tweaking any of those details, are you? No, definitely not. <laughs> all the details, all the bridles, the saddle, your pin for your, for your thing around your neck, everything is always the same as it has been <laughs> all right well we're going to talk about tina conyard of course um, the american rider with collector the fifth um, she came in uh, around about lunchtime just after the break there and uh, you know that's that's a horse that can be a little bit unlevel and she has her challenges there and how did he go today well, I think, you know, overall Tina's done a good championship. She's a debutante in the American team. And of course, Coletto is a stallion, which is never easy. I ride one myself and I know. Um, maybe she would have wished one or two points more. But, you know, if you have a couple of mistakes, it costs you. You could see really as well today as in the Grand Prix that if you did a fall-free test, you got the good score. If you made a mistake, the scores dropped down really rapidly and quickly. Yeah, and uh, of course a lot of pressure on her, especially when you're making your debut on the team. Yeah, they all want to do really well. Of course, they're in America, in their home country, and I think they lived up to the expectations, really. They've they done a good job, all of them. 
Yeah, well, as, as the temperatures were heating up out there too, and the crowd was building up, it, it was got a lot more, more of an atmosphere today than it has done all week. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, today, I think, you know, th uh, three-fourths of the stadium was full. The, the freestyle will be sold out. Of course, it's a huge stadium. You come in there, it's a lot of atmosphere. You have a lot of... Uh, big people, big masses, you know, everybody cheering on. Some of them even cheers when you come in, and the horses, <laughs> of course, are sensitive. It's lovely that people are so happy, but of course the horses has to get used to it as well. Yeah, that is a problem, you know, and if people don't understand the sport, they get enthusiastic and they think they're helping. Yeah, I think so, but on the other hand, I would not encourage the public not to help. I think, you know, <laughs> the horses has to get a little bit used to it. We need to have public that loves the sport we need to have the engagement and the happiness in the public and cheers the riders on and i think as a rider um the horses get used to it and you love it yeah absolutely well we watched the crowd enjoy the best of the best here today in the grand prix special and uh, of course we had uh, catherine bates and chandler who was on the show earlier this week uh, with natan um, lovely combination and talking about rookies this is her first time on the team for the usa yeah, Nathan, of course, a very experienced horse, ridden by a Dutch girl called Janette Hazen before, who had a lot of success with him. Um, Catherine does a beautiful job. I've seen it in training all week. It looks amazing. Um, I think she just needs a couple of more shows to really get that last finish touch. They haven't been together for so long. She's not done so many shows. So I think give her one or two years with Nathan, and it will definitely be a combination for the States for London 2012. Yeah, that's very exciting. And of course, uh, the Canadian uh, chef to keep, Robert Dover, uh, was the rider behind her uh, starting. Uh, of course, she started as a groom and, and made her way up through the sport. So it's wonderful to watch that kind of success. And it really demonstrates, doesn't it, Patrick, that that's, this sport is not an elite sport uh, in, by any means. Anybody can do the sport if they have the talent, the determination and, and the discipline to work hard. You can come all the way up from being a groom and we've heard that of course from uh, Carl Hester who's been on the show and uh, and Catherine who made her way up right up through the ranks I mean it's all about like you said uh, determination and uh you know, like somebody said once time, blood, sweat and tears, <laughs> and I think it's a little bit the same. You really have to work hard, you really have to be on top of it. The horses always takes you down to the ground to be humble. And I think, you know, I also started off as a groom. Uh, my mother as a doctor, had no background, and uh, you can do it. The love to the horses and the, the devotion to ride will bring you there. Absolutely. Well, great. Well. As you said, uh, Br Brett Parbury, the other uh, Australian rider, was riding Victory Salute. He uh, uh, did his uh, Grand Prix special test in the early afternoon. Did you watch him go? I definitely watched him. He's uh, also invited to our wedding next week. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he is a great guy, and he did a super test. He was so happy after. I was. It was a joy to see him after. Uh, Victory Salute didn't make any mistakes. Lovely changes. He sits like he gets eight for seat but i do not know so many more that sits better than him he's a really correct sit the changes the age were like invisible um and he got a score of uh, over 72 percent which i think is one of the best scores ever in australia 
and um, I'm really glad for him. He will be in the second group in the freestyle, and that's, that's going to be fun to that's watch. That's wonderful. Well, congratulations to Brett. I mean, that, as you say, that's big for Australia. It's amazing. It's really big. And I think, if, like for Brett, he, I don't think he cannot even uh, imagine what's happened. And he was really so happy. It's I great. Hope, I hope he has his music ready. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. He definitely. <laughs> yes, he may not have been expecting that when he, uh, he left home. But uh, good luck to him as he makes it all the way to the final here. Um, well, we have Fiona Bigwood up next, uh, Patrick, from Great Britain. Um, you know, the British so strong at these games. Uh, did you watch her test? Or was she, well, how was the horse performing compared to his Grand Prix? I think today uh, she was really happy. Maybe a little bit less expression than in the Grand Prix. I think Fiona, I know Fiona really well. And uh, I think maybe in the Grand Prix she had a little bit more push. She did a very solid test today. She was on 69, almost 70 percentage, just made it into the freestyle. Uh, I think for her overall, she has a great trainer, Richard White, the husband of Kura Kirkland. And I think she's overall very pleased with her performances here. Of course, with a silver medal yesterday, you cannot beat that. And uh, it was just, you know, good, solid riding. You know, that... Uh, you made that point you made about winning a silver medal you know once you've done once you've done so well in the grand prix and you've got a medal hanging around your neck that must really float you into your grand prix special well uh, if we watch laura which we're probably going to talk about in a minute uh, i mean she was just went in there today i've never seen anything like it, it uh, <laughs> i mean of course it makes it easier when you have a medal around your neck definitely <laughs> yeah absolutely um well of course we talked uh, also yesterday about ashley Holtz and Popart, a lovely Holtz, very popular combination, a lovely lady. We've had her on the show in the past, and Popart, very, very popular. Uh, how did they go today? They, uh, they went really well. Uh, Ashley said to me yesterday she doesn't like the Grand Prix that much, but the special is definitely her test. She made a really good score, or like a little bit under 72 percentage. Um, one mistake in one tempest cost her dearly. Lovely PF passage. Ashley also. A very good rider. That's why also, like, she does test after test. The horse does lovely things. Um, and she will also be in the freestyle, which I think was her grand goal. Goal, big goal. Uh, well, good for her. We'll have to have her back on the show, and because uh, she'll have a big smile on her face, even just to, just to get there. I mean, it, you know, it's only the top 15 that go through. Um, you know, to be a part of the grand finale of the games is. Uh, I don't think like any as a, anybody who made it into the 15 top has done a performance you know maybe not of the lifetime but unbelievable and i mean the the competition has been so strong and the riders has been doing so well and you can really tell you know a couple of years ago you could get into the final with a couple of mistakes nowadays you have to ride super all the way through to even get close to it yeah, absolutely. Well, we uh, we have to mention Carl Hester. Um, we talk, you talked a little bit about him earlier. Um, he finished on a 69.41 seconds. So was that horse looking a little bit tired today, Patrick? Maybe not tired, but he made unnecessary mistakes. I mean, the horse doesn't have the last of expression, but it w wins because Carl is a super correct rider and it does no mistakes. And today he had a couple of mistakes and Carl also, like I said before, shook his head a little bit. He was not super happy. Just came, I think, he will be one out of the final. It's a very not nice place to be, but I think, you know, a couple of less mistakes and he would have uh, been right in there with the rest of them. 
Okay, well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review the rest of the rides of the Grand Prix Special here today in the competition that designed the medals. And, and the top eight, I believe, were pinned, weren't they, Patrick? Yeah. So the top eight uh, did their lap of honor, and uh, we're going to review those in just a second. Equestrian Collections is your source for all of your dressage and tack equipment needs. From Anki, Kiefer, Veritas, Bates, Vespucci, Wintech, and more. Shop in comfort and equip your dressage horse and style at equestriancollections.com. And become a fan on Facebook and join in one of the most vibrant communities on Facebook with over 23,000 fans. And you can win cool stuff there, too. Remember, that's equestriancollections.com for all of your dressage needs. Well, Patrick, the um, afternoon got really underway with, um, with, with the, the toughest of the toughest uh, challenging for the medals and, and the final group, grouping, two groups there. Um, beginning with your friend uh, Christophe Koshal with Dom Perignon, um, he went superbly. I think he finished sixth on a 73 and... 0.292, pretty good test, huh? Very good test. I mean, he went in there and his wife, Patricia, stood, I saw her shaking and uh, the Germans were a bit tense. You know, he was the first to go from the Germans, apart from Annabelle, who obviously did this morning. Um, he went in and did a really smart test, I think. He did in the PF a little bit forward. PF has been a little bit of a problem a couple of times and he did just a secure PFing, super changes, super passage, nice fluency lovely pirouettes um i was thrilled for him i mean he smiled from ear to ear when he <laughs> rode out and uh, i think they're definitely gonna celebrate tonight yeah the for sure. family for sure well more celebrations in the german camp because he was followed into the arena by his compatriot matthias alexander Rath, uh, with stantella unicef and they finished in the 70s as well yeah, they, uh, of, uh, due to the rule that only three will now go into the final, he will not do the freestyle. It's a rule that they made just so that no nation will have too many riders in. Um, sadly, Matthias did a very nice test, but the last Centerland has been bothering or troubling him a little bit in the, last, in the past. And uh, today the same. The judge is, of course, getting a bit more critical on that. And uh, that just made the score drop quite a lot in the end, sadly. Well, I have to say, I enjoyed uh, Natalie to Suzanne uh, Wichtenstein of uh, Denmark, the princess there, riding Digby. Uh, that was a lovely test. I it thoroughly enjoyed that. He just danced off the ground. Yeah, and uh, like I said yesterday on the show, you know, when, when you see her come in or when you see her in training, you're like, it's very sweet. But the more she rides the test, the more correct it is, the more the horse just bounces off and she goes into the passage, it swings lovely, does super canter tour. Natalie, of course, very experienced. Um, it's a delight to watch and uh, she is definitely not overmarked today. Well, that's good for her. And uh, then, of course, we moved on to uh, two of the Dutch riders, you know, after their terrible bad luck um, with um, earlier in the week with Adeline Cornelissen and Parseval. Um, having been eliminated or excused, as the uh, commentator very politely put it, uh, an absolute disaster for the for the Dutch to lose her, or for really personally for Adeline, because the rest of the team, of course, went on to win the 
team gold medal yesterday. Um, so the mayor, Exquis Nadim, with Hans-Peter Minderhoon, came in um, in the middle of the afternoon there. Um, she was a little bit naughty, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. I think that uh, Hans-Peter really went for it today. And uh, the mayor, you know, she did a great Grand Prix. Happy was, we, we call him Happy Hans-Peter. And uh, he was uh, just going for that, you know, to make a good position for the freestyle. And then maybe it went a little bit too far. And she jumped one time, had a couple of mistakes here and there, and he didn't have his best ride. That's a shame. But on the other hand, he has done so many lovely rides, and uh, he's a fighter. So next show, new game. Absolutely. You know, that, that can't be worse for a rider when a horse misbehaves like that and actually rears in the middle of the test. Anything like that, you must want to just find the nearest hole and bury yourself. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't a small rearing either. You could really see a jump up in Levard. Yeah. And uh, of course, she's a mare. That was a, that's a Spanish high school, riding school high, high school movement, you know. Do you think we'll incorporate that in the FBI disciplines in the future? Is we have, we have to ask them, but I, they would definitely have given a 10 for that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like I said before, Happy is a great rider and um, he come back. He's done an awesome uh, team challenge here. They won the gold medal. And I mean, anybody who goes home with a gold medal around the neck isn't a loser here. Absolutely. Um, well, you know, survived to compete another day. And then in came Imke Schellekens-Bartels, the other Dutch rider with Hunter Douglas Sunrise. Uh, uh, you know, a very, very strong combination again, Patrick. We, we always expected great things of her. She finished on 74. She didn't disappoint anybody, did she? No, she didn't. She just had one small mistake. In the first PF, she yeah. reared a little bit and went a couple of steps backwards. I was... Uh, didn't see the scoreboard at that point, but um, that was the thing that cost her the most points today. Otherwise, super changes. I still think Imke is one of the my favorites also for an individual medal in the freestyle. She has an amazing freestyle to piano music, and uh, I think the top five will battle it out for a medal. Battle it out, indeed. Okay, well, the, of course, the other German rider that we were watching closely... Um, so experienced, Isabel Werth, been a, a friend of the Dressage Radio Show now, riding for Romnicht, and she was uh, heading up the final grouping here this afternoon uh, on uh, Hansi, as she calls him, finished on a 72. What did that ride look like to you? Yeah, I think Isabel, like always, is a fighter. She goes for it when she comes in. She was not super happy today. She shook her head. She missed a bit in the changes. She had a little bit of glips here and there. Uh, put her in a 10th ten, position in the final squad. She will make it to the freestyle, of course, in a little bit um, worse um, outgoing position than she had thought, I think. Uh, but um, that's the way it is in a game. She knows it, everybody knows it, and I think she will in the freestyle just go for it and... Uh, no holding back. No holding back. Well, nothing to lose at this stage of the game. And of course, then uh, she was followed into the ring by uh, America's own Stefan Peters, the favourite, of course, with the home crowd here with uh, Ravel. And they finished actually third on 78. How did that look today? Yeah, it, I think it looked better than the Grand Prix. Yeah. Um, Stefan rode. Of course, it's a lot of pressure. He was fourth on the Olympics. He really wanted to have a medal. He went in, he did a super smart job, he's a really clever rider, lovely half passes, lovely changes, uh, Ravel really helped him where he could and uh, you could just see it on his face when he was finished, he was ecstatic and uh, for him to have a medal here it means a lot to him and uh, good riding and he well deserved that medal. Yeah, well, of course, uh, he's got some tough opposition in this final grouping uh, because uh, 
silver team silver medalist Laura Bechtelsheim, as you mentioned earlier, um, she has really stole everyone's hearts here so far. Yeah, I mean, her test today was, for me, almost even better than the Grand Prix. Wow. I thought she was a bit undermarked today. I would have given her a couple of percentage more. Fantastic PF, passage, extended shot, lovely half passes. Uh, I mean, perfection, I have to say. She was, uh, yeah, like on Stefan, she came out and she raised her hand. She didn't know what to do. She was just <laughs> trotting him around, patting him and patting him and was, like, thrilled. And her dad... Herr Bechtelsheimer and the mother, they really, you know, stand on the side and they were ecstatic. Absolutely my favorite ride today, I have to say. Um, could have had a couple of percentage more, it wouldn't have hurt it. Really? Well, she still finished on 81% uh, and change and that put her in second position here after the Grand Prix special. And uh, then we came to the Spanish riders. We talked about those yesterday and, uh, you know, they just put a little bit of pressure there. They were out there and we... Uh, we had, we had um, Juan Manuel Morot. Do you know how to pronounce that, Patrick? I do not know that. <laughs> I always <laughs> call, call Juan. Him Juan? <laughs> That's much easier, I think. He was last but one to go today in the Grand Prix Special, and uh, he managed to finish on fourth place on 76 point something. We're not sure. The final, because we don't have uh, uh, um, the final results, we just have the provisionals at this point. Um, so that was very good for him to be in that position, really. Uh, we, I don't, did you expect him to go as well as this? I mean, I saw it in Kaplan a couple of weeks ago. He was amazing there. What I'm impressed of is that he has never been in the top board before, and he just went in, no nerves, no nothing, just went in, did the test of his life. He... You know, the Spanish always, the Spanish boys always very popular, but the girls, um, <laughs> they cheered him on and he was ecstatic. It's a beautiful horse. It's a bit different moving, a lot of knee action, um, made hardly any mistakes, unbelievable secure. And um, yeah, it's definitely a personal favorite of mine and also like personal, very nice guy. Well, then, of course, that was all building up to the climax here of the horse that really needs his own security detail when he uh, goes out in public. Yeah. That is Edward Giles, of course, uh, world break record-breaking partner, Morland's Tottyless. Uh, you could hear the crowds. We're down at the Altecker Pavilion, of course, recording the show, uh, which is quite away from the main stadium, Patrick, but you could hear the crowds when, uh, obviously, Totilus had uh, completed. What, that was extraordinary. Of course, needless to say, really, he won, and it was uh, an 86% ride. Uh, extraordinary. Yeah, I have to say, it's not the best ride I have seen from Edward. Um, I've seen a couple of other... He rode a little bit more secure today, I think. He was, of course, under a lot of pressure himself. And you could really see when he was finished, he was so moved. He was, like, almost in tears. Uh, he wanted... I mean, it's always, you know, he comes in, I talked to him this morning, and, you know, he has people around him taking photos. On the 15 minutes I talked to him, he had, like, six people wanting to take a photo and an autograph and signing, and he's just followed and watched everywhere he goes of course a big star in the dressage sport and um, he did of course a super job nothing to say about that yeah. a couple of small things here and there that cost him a couple of points but when the horse just enters the arena it's like from another world it, it truly is you know and there's such expectation from the crowd you know he's a showstopper isn't he 
he's a rock star that one yes <laughs> well of course he topped the, the leaderboard there and takes home the gold medal from the uh, grand prix special there edward gall and morland's totty and a lot expected of him when he comes back for the freestyle um in a couple of days time they get a day off tomorrow so we're going to talk about that preview the freestyle in just a second uh, patrick so don't go away we'll be back uh, right after this break one thing horse people look for in a supplement is a safe, reliable product that will address the challenges facing their horse. The employees at Kentucky Performance Products couldn't agree more. In fact, they feed KPP supplements to their own horses. KPP employees are horse people too, and the horse that matters to you matters to them. That's why each bucket has to meet their high-quality standards. Their formulas are fixed to ensure consistency from bucket to bucket. Only the best ingredients are used, and each product is formulated based on sound research. KPP supplements deliver the results you are looking for. To choose the right KPP supplement for your horse, go to kppusa.com. Or to learn more about horse nutrition and interact with the experts at KPP, join their Facebook page by searching for Kentucky Performance Products. Well, Patrick, just two days there. Horses have a break tomorrow, uh, Thursday, and that will give them a bit of a rest. Much needed, I would imagine, at this point in the game, and just to regroup and get ready for Friday evening's performance. And and we talked yesterday about what the expectations were. Edward Gull has to be, of course, hot favourite. A lot of pressure on him. Um, and now the draw, explain to us how the draw works for the Grand Prix special. Oh, so I'm sorry, for the freestyle on that Friday evening. Well, it actually works exactly the same as in the special. You draw, uh, you draw in groups of five. When you then do, do for the special, you do it in groups of six. For the freestyle, you do it in groups of three. So the five best go last. Uh, of course, Edward, a big, big favorite to win. I mean, his freestyle is amazing. And uh, I don't think anybody will touch him. And we could almost... If I have it right, see another world record. Really, that is, that's a lot of hype, isn't it, for this horse? Um, you know his music program so well. Tell us what music to expect. Uh, well, he has a very dramatic music. Edward is a man of dramatic. He loves <laughs> big music. And uh, he rides to film music. Super for this type of atmosphere. Super for this type of stadium. He comes in and it's full power. The horse knows its music really well. Um, it's unbeatable. If nothing crazy goes on, nobody can touch him. Well, you mentioned Laura, of course. It, it, we're expecting great things of Nor Laura Bechtelsheimer. It's a big occasion for her uh, you know, to be performing on this stage. And now she's gone so well, she'll hope, obviously, to hold her nerves. Is she a rider that gets nervous, do you know, uh, before the big um, occasion? No, Laura is actually a rider that through the years has developed she's still very very young laura um i should not now mention her age but she's very young <laughs> um she has a um, little bit problems she had in aachen with the freestyle did it then again in kaplan to reprove it a little bit to come here to actually be on top in the freestyle um the horse can get a little bit tense when it's music it has happened a couple of times but i think that they have it so much under control now that she's definitely good for the silver place even in the freestyle what i think of course is also imke she has beautiful music, also well built up. That's Imke Schellekens-Bartels, of course, riding for the Netherlands with Douglas Sunrise, who, um, who went so well today. Yeah. Uh, now, d what about his music? Do you remember his music? From Laura. The mayor, sorry. From the, the, mayor, the mayor, yeah. Sunrise. The mayor's music is from uh, Gaiko Willi Struvadi. He's a piano ma master in Holland. He's special made 
the music called Sunrise Sunrise, I think. Perfect. It's uh, amazing music. I love it. I've, she had it for a long time, but you can, you never get bored of it. The music just fits the horse. It's highlights. It's slow music. It's changes it's amazing and that really is the key isn't it patrick when you're choreographing your musical freestyle you've got to have music that suits the paces of the horse the personality of the horse music that the rider likes uh, a genre that the mu that the rider prefers and putting that all together is is an art in itself absolutely and i think the music has to lead the horse not that the Music, that the horse leads to music, so to say. It has to be that the horse blends with the music. There has to be a combination between it. Sometimes you see big music, but the horse is then not fitted for the music. I think it's like Imke has done it. It just fits the mare perfectly. And also with Edward. Edward has, of course, a lot of power in, horse, uh, in his horse. And he then chooses also a lot of power in the music. And, you know, it's the combination when they get together and they're exactly right between music rider horse that's when it makes it so special absolutely well of course uh, american's own favorite uh, stefan stefan peters with ravel a lot of pressure on him going into the freestyle because he so wants to make up uh, for the past by uh, securing a medal here on home turf um, what are your expectations of his performance well i have to say i only saw his music once before um, not as amazing as Imke and uh, Edwards, I think. Still very solid, very good music. Definitely in there with the others to get to try to get a medal. Um, what type, I cannot say. It's going to be very tight and we will see it on Friday evening and uh, the stadium who will be packed with people. Yeah they're going to have a good time. That is a, a sold-out uh, session, I believe, the, the dressage freestyle here in the main stadium at the Kentucky Horse Park for that freestyle competition. Um, so we're going to put you on the spot, Patrick. Uh, gold, silver, bronze. Gold, Edward, definitely. That uh, will not be a thing that we're going to be difficult to say. Silver, I think Laura will take the silver. She has a couple of good points now. She's done it really well here. I hope for her for silver. Bronze, I think maybe even Imke. I mean, it's going to be a tough battle between Imke and Stefan Peters for the bronze. It's tricky. It's tricky, and it's very hard to say that in front of a home crowd, you know. <laughs> that uh, You put your neck, it stuck your neck out there, Patrick, to uh, to exclude the Americans from the podium. You know, we, we didn't make it with the uh, team competition, and it just got relegated to fourth place. But so uh, this is our one hope is with Stefan Peters tomorrow. A lot of pressure on him, but, you know, he's a man that can handle that pressure. Definitely, and if it would be up to me, I would give them all a gold medal. <laughs> well, that's a very sporting record. Uh, Roundup, Patrick. We really appreciate it. And again, thank you so much uh, for helping me uh, co-host the show today after the Grand Prix special. Great to have you. And you'll come back. And we, as we said yesterday, you're off. Uh, you just got this little uh, uh, trip you have to make to Australia to get married right after the games, right? You see, this man's got a big smile on his face <laughs> because he's about to get married. So we want to wish you well and thank you again for coming on the show, Patrick. And uh, we will be back uh, tomorrow, uh, day after tomorrow. Now, in fact, the freestyle is the day after tomorrow. It's going to be Friday evening, as I said, in the main stadium here at the Altec, um, um, at the main stadium up, up there in the Kentucky Horse Park. And then 
we will be recording the show right after that and the next day because it's going to be finishing late patrick it's going to be too late to be recording it down there so we will record the show the next dressage radio show after the uh, freestyle which will be on saturday morning we'll be back here on the altec stage here in the altec uh, pavilion and we want to thank uh, everybody around the world for listening to the dressage radio show and our audience here at the Altec uh, Pavilion. Thank you all for joining us. We'll be back on Saturday with more coverage of the Altec FEI World Equestrian Games climaxing with the Dressage Freestyle. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> you can find our show notes at dressageradio.com. You can visit us on Facebook. We have a fan page there. Or follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio and Chris E. Stafford. You can send me an email at chris at horseradionetwork.com or leave us a voicemail at 270-803-0025. Our thanks again to all our sponsors here and our backstage crew. 